I had some fun in the last couple of days talking about a tough subject. And the tough subject is, do we have a driver shortage or do we have more of a driver turnover problem? And when you ask, you try it yourself, ask different people when you run into them and ask them that question. And it's surprising the answers you get. It's usually one or the other, and uh, people are pretty emphatic about it. And because I had so much fun in the last couple of days, could I do that again here and ask you to raise your hand if you think we have a driver shortage problem or if you think we have a driver turnover problem? Would you raise your hand, please, if you think we have a driver shortage problem in the industry? Got a few, got a few, yes. Would you raise your hand if you think the problem is more of a driver turnover problem? How interesting. Driver turnover wins by a lot. And that surprised me because that, that hasn't been my experience in the last couple of days. And Overdrive actually did a survey on this and that wasn't their experience either. So uh, that's the side I come down on too is that we have a driver retention problem. I'll put it that way. So that's what we're talking about right here. Driver shortage, driver turnover. And it's, it's really good that all of us make up our own mind on this stuff. And, but it can be hard to do because of information like this. Now I love what the American Trucking Association does. They do so many cool things out there. But I think they got this one wrong, and I'll tell you why I think they got it wrong because we don't have a truck shortage and we don't have a truck retention problem and no truck ever showed up and delivered a load that I know of without a driver behind the wheel but they're promoting trucks and I'd like to see that change someday where we promote drivers instead and I think it's important it's not just uh, talking about it. I think it's important um, here's one of the reasons I think it's important in a few minutes, you're going to hear Todd Amon speak from our company. And uh, just real quickly, about a few months ago, Todd did a survey, uh, or I'm sorry, he did a, a webinar, and the web webinar was written for trucking executives. And um, he did something really smart, though. He invited drivers to tune into the webinar. In the middle of the webinar, he asked this question. Can you see it up there at the top? Up there? Do you feel that shippers view you as a big part of their business model? And astonishing, two out of three drivers said, no, I am not part of that. They don't view me as being valuable in that. Isn't that interesting? Now, Compare that to the previous slide where it says, I heart trucks, and compare what the drivers actually feel like that. And this is the survey that Overdrive did. Do we have a driver shortage problem or do we have a driver retention problem? And it was split about 50-50, about the middle, 44-48%, the survey was. And the cool thing about Overdrive is they can take a tough subject like this and they can add clarity by asking questions and putting the information out there. And that's what they did with this article. And I'd recommend that you all read it if you get a chance. It was from February of this year, 2016. I come down on the right side of this, as I said. And uh, I believe we have a driver retention problem, a driver turnover problem, not a driver shortage problem. 
and I'll tell you why in a minute, but first of all, you ought to know where I'm coming from, I think. Here's where I'm coming from on that. We work with owner-operators, and if I told you that we do tax and accounting for owner-operators, that would be true. But you know what? It wouldn't be accurate because it's not complete. And what's not complete is we do a lot more than that. But if I told you that we were driver advocates, that would be both true and accurate because we really do our best to support drivers in all ways. And this is, again, some of the information that could be misconstrued. This is uh, put out by the American Trucking Association. And thank heavens they do this sort of thing. But what if somebody grabs this, and tries to use this to say, look, we have a driver shortage. We, that's not what that's saying. What that's saying is they predict that we'll have a driver shortage if things don't change. And thank heavens, in the world of trucking, things change. For instance, this is one of the things that changed. And I borrowed this again from Todd Amon. And he'll explain in a minute uh, the analysis that goes into why miles decreased and where this is going in the future. And that analysis is, uh, you're going to enjoy that when he gets up here. This covers a period from, just like the previous slide, 2011 through 2016, same period. But you can see that miles have decreased. We're supposed to have a driver shortage at a time when miles actually decreased. And it sounds a little gloomy, perhaps, but look at this. This is from the Federal Reserve, and they track economic activity for the trucking industry. And the Federal Reserve says that more loads were moved in that same time period, 2011 to 2016. And here's all three of those pages together in one. And I think you can see where I'm going with this. And where I'm going, I think it's inescapable that more freight is moved because there's more drivers in the workforce. And I think we have to, we have to realize that and accept that. Now, talking a little bit about turnover for the year, last year, turnover was at 93% for the trucking industry. And I want to frame that up a minute and, and, and kind of talk about that for just a little bit. Um, what that means is for every 100 trucks, 93 drivers have to be recruited, have to be oriented, and have to be trained, properly trained, to replace the 93 who left. During the year of 2015, that's what it means. It's not quite that precise, but it really does work about like that. And if you wonder about the cost of that, think about this. Some people use $5,000 as the cost to replace one driver. Some people use $10,000 as the cost. Some people use $15,000. And you know the interesting thing? They all have an airtight case why their numbers are right. So it's pretty hard to argue with them, but let's use 10,000 just for the sake of our meeting here today. $10,000 times 93 drivers is $930,000 for every 100 trucks in the industry. $933,000 or $30,000 to replace 93 drivers. And the industry is bearing that cost, but the story doesn't stop there. I'll come back to that point in a minute. And I think these questions are worth asking. And if you raise your eyebrow and say 50% turnover when we're having 93%, $70,000 when that's not the case today. And if those numbers raise eyebrows, uh, 
I've got more information on that later, but I'm from Colorado, you know, and I promise I don't touch that stuff that they grow out there. So, so why do drivers leave? Why do we have this turnover? And I like this description at the top here uh, because sometimes a phrase or an idea will give you power over a subject. Drivers leave because the rewards don't match the requirements of the job. That's why they leave. And Don Schneider said this about 10 or 11 years ago, and I confirmed this with a couple of people who used to work for him, knew him personally. He said that drivers need to make $70,000. What he really said was this, it was a little, a little wider statement. He said, we will have trouble recruiting and retaining drivers until they make $70,000. Think about that, $70,000, because he said that something like 12 years ago, and we've had all that time in between, and it's not happening. And it's not happening because, mainly because of this, freight rates will not support the kind of pay that drivers need, and they won't support it because the loads are being moved. Until the shipper feels it, until they see a load sitting on the dock, they don't, they're not really concerned. Remember that slide? where the drivers were asked, does the shipper value what I do? And two thirds of them said no, that's reality. That's not some phony little number somewhere that somebody dreamed up. That's pretty important stuff right there. So instead of making $70,000 in 2015, the average truck driver made $40,265 in 2015. And this is from a pretty reliable source. This is from the Department of Labor Bureau of Statistics, and they get their numbers from tax returns. That's where those numbers come from, $40,265. And this happened 12 years after Don Schneider said drivers need $70,000 net income. Now, this is the same source, but a slightly different story. What they've done is they've broken out General Freight Trucking, right there. And they said that these guys made about $44,000 in 2015. So that's a little better, but they also broke out those groups down below, where the red arrows are down below. And what that's saying is a driver can stay home at night and make $40,000, even though if he wanted to give up his nights and weekends, he could make $44,000. That's probably not a good trade-off, so that leads into the turnover problem that we have. And this started out about connecting the dots. And for an owner-operator to make really good money, to make it worthwhile, uh, they have to master three things in their work life. And Todd Amon will be up here in a minute to explain what that means, make really good money. He's got the data to show you what that number looks like. But the driver has to master three really important things, really major things in their life. So here we have the owner-operator, and they've got to master the world of trucking. And the world of trucking is where the rubber meets the rumble strip, you might say. And the world of trucking is what you all do so well, and every driver has to do it, but the owner-operator has to be a shade better, a little bit better than average. He has to master it. Then they have to master the, the part of the, their world where they have things like a customer to work with now. And if you think you don't have a customer as an owner-operator, 
you're leaving money on the table. You should have a customer if you, if whoever's the checks are coming from, that's the customer, and that's who needs to be treated like a customer because if it doesn't happen, you're leaving money on the table, and I can explain that sometime if you want me to. And then they have to manage their business over here too, right there. They have to manage their business, and that's what we teach them. We teach them how to manage their business. And if they don't get these things right, don't get these three things right, what happens over here is driver turnover, and then we have a situation where people talk about a driver shortage. We call this the owner-operator advantage because if a company driver needs to make more money than that $40,000, all they have to do is run more miles. Well, now that's the old way of doing it because now we've got the ELD mandate coming, so it's going to be harder to run more miles because of that. The owner-operator can do the same thing, you might say, but they have an advantage because they can manage their cost. They can do something the company driver can't do is manage their cost.